Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the 10 Minute Times. I'm your host, Phineas Pambianki. And I am your other host, Thomas Crow. And this is your one-stop shop news source that makes the news quick, easily digestible, and gets you all the information you need in 10 minutes or less. If you happen to be interested in hearing our in-depth analysis, predictions, and opinions, go to 10minutetimes.com to make sure that you get the latest, the greatest, and here-to-stayest premiums of the news. It's only $3.75 per week, which is about $0.54 per day. It's a no-brainer, man. Come on, check it out now. Go to 10minutetimes.com. That's right, 10minutetimes.com. Let's make information digesting great again. But first, a message from your sponsors. You. That's right. We're looking for people to sponsor the program. That's right. If you have a product to push, an audience you want to reach, or just want to pay for a shout-out, you can do so right here. Contact us at editors at 10minutetimes.com. That's editors at T-E-N-MinuteTimes.com for more information. So let's hop right into the news, shall we? Yeah, I think we should. Do you want to start? Sure thing. All right. The impeachment trial proper began today with an opening session lifting off reasons for President Trump to be impeached. Senator Adam Schiff and Senator Jason Crow presented today in front of the Senate. Jason Crow? Jason Crow. You related? No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame me for anything that goes on in the Senate. Yeah, fair enough. Schiff presented, stating that throughout the trial, he will show consistent evidence of President Trump's, quote, corrupt scheme and cover-up. Oh, no. Oh, no. Crow's presentation focused again on discussing the holding up of Ukraine aid, particularly by one member of the OMB and an aide to acting chief of staff Mick Mulvaney. The official articles of impeachment did not list any quid pro quo in the articles despite being a major talking point for Democrats during initial hearings. The Financial Times is reporting that a shift in the bond market is moving towards fixed-income ETFs. Essentially, uh, an ETF is where you bundle up a basket of bonds, usually about 100 of them, and then you list that on the stock market that can be, you know, people can buy in for less than what that 100, bond, 100 bonds would cost, and then it's transferred back to those underlying bonds as time passes. One thing that is propping up the rise of ETFs is the growing reliance on third-party bond pricing. Bank of America is claiming that they can make 100 bonds in just minutes, or price 100 bonds in just minutes. Sorry. Wow, that's fast. I know, very, very fast, which makes the whole process of evaluating a basket of bonds much, much, much faster. Banks are fighting back against smaller firms by setting up their own electronic bond divisions, but smaller, quote, quote, smaller firms have a leg up on the software and volume. With just one man, Mateus Pereira, head of trading at Flow Traders, is responsible for between 3 to 10% of the U.S.'s high-yield bond trading every day. Wow, just one person. And just one person. Well, here's the funny thing, too. You know where he graduated from four years ago? Hmm. Wharton. Wharton. He's four years out of, like, you know, business school. Wait, you're telling me he's 28 years old and he's, he's... controlling between 3 to 10% of a market? Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, like... It's mo- it's all electronic now. Everybody just programs it in because it can be automated. So you might speaking, as well. Speaking of people that control more of a market than they probably should, Jeff oh. Bezos. <laughs> hey, I'm a monopolist over here. <laughs> <laughs> the hack of Jeff Bezos' phone was very likely uh, done through the Saudi Crown Prince's WhatsApp account. Yes. So the UN ran a report and they confirmed that the Saudi Prince's WhatsApp account is what was used to hack his phone. Okay, What's so it was unclear? the Saudis' account, but what? it wasn't necessarily the prince. What's unclear is, yeah, whether it was actually the prince himself or whether that account was hacked and used to gain access into Bezos' phone. But what we do know is that through the account, they sent an encrypted video. Mm-hmm. And an and hour later... sending data. Yeah, they sent uh, about 3,000% more data 
than Jeff Bezos himself was sending. <laughs> and this wow. went on for multiple months. This wasn't wow. just a one-day thing. Damn. Now, what we do know in that hack was that the National Enquirer was able to get hold of Jeff Bezos's incriminating photos and yes. publish those, which directly led yes. to his divorce. Exactly, yeah. What we don't he got know, caught cheating. Yeah. Poor guy. What we don't know, though, is A, what else was taken, B, mm-hmm. was Saudi Arabia involved, and C, how exactly safe is his communication now? That's true. Yeah. Damn. Saudi Arabia is flatly denying any connection to the hacking, <laughs> as, <laughs> as they should As be. they should, slash, you know, understandably so. I would expect nothing less. Yeah. Well... On to China. So China has quarantined the major outbreak of uh, the coronavirus uh, to the major metropolitan area, the city of Wuhan. It's been closed off to the outside world. The Chinese government suspended flights, buses, and trains leaving the city, and even suspended ferries, subways, and internal buses. Wow. So they're shutting the city down. The entire infrastructure. It's totally gone. My goodness. Well, to be honest, it's probably good. You don't want a pandemic. Uh, That's true. But, I mean, we've already seen the coronavirus has spread all throughout. That's true, that bastard came to Seattle. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just hoping it stems We're all screwed, guys. (laughs) Anyways, this was announced early um, Thursday morning, China Thursday morning, and the same day they were taken into effect. In response to the official death toll more than doubling to 17, the Chinese government is claiming that these measures are necessary to effectively cut off this virus and to prevent it from further spreading, which makes a lot of sense, well, to be honest. Well, I mean, time will tell, but I'm, I'm seriously hoping that the quarantine efforts are successful. So, so tell me what's going on with these, these amateur investors. Bloomberg is reporting that amateur investors are killing themselves financially with making risky bets. Um, because of new technology like Robinhood and stuff like that, making speculation a lot easier. For example, my poor friend James, God, this kid goes to Fordham, but uh, he was investing in this company Farfetched in about June. Mm-hmm. And because of Robinhood, he was able to uh, borrow on margin a little bit. Oh, no. The problem is when he did that, uh, Farfetched was at 17 a share. And by mid-August, it was about like 11 a share. So it tanked about you know less than half, but pretty significantly so. And uh, he was on margin. So he was, he, was, he was hung out to dry a little bit. That's what happens when your goals are a little too far-fetched. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Well, I told him, if it don't cash flow, just say no. Just say no. Just say no. But he well, didn't say no. looking over to Boeing, Boeing's CEO is claiming that he still has faith in the 737 MAX, but, however, very publicly has claimed that the company has been his own worst enemy in the process. Yeah, this is actually a really interesting thing because it shows how um, there are different levels of, you know, there's... There's the company that's going against the world, then there's the company building the product, but then there's the company against itself sometimes. Oh, yeah. And here's a good example of that. So what's happening is the 37 Max team is setting very public deadlines to yes. garner hype for their project. Yeah, they're trying to, to hype it up. Well, mostly to keep their jobs at this point. They built a product <laughs> that failed. Facts. Um, and so people are very excited for this, this thing, but they're setting these public deadlines without consulting upper management. And the CEO feels that, you know, he shouldn't be beholden to these deadlines that are ultimately not being met and tanking the stock. Mm. So he, he's had That's to come true. out very publicly and They're say, They're screwing hey, my bonus. Yeah. <laughs> well, not, not just his bonus, many other people's bonus, too. Yeah, That's true. They got the whole management committee up in there. Exactly. But, facts. you know, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen with the 37 Max, but it's interesting that there's this, this very public internal conflict that's happening within Boeing. Yeah, I agree. And especially that it's being played out in the media 
probably, I mean, it's being played out in the media to an extent, but it's mostly being played out in the company itself. Yeah. It's very interesting how, uh, you know, that works. I've seen it happen before, but, you know. We'll see. I'm keeping my hopes high. As am I. Cheers. We're drinking coffee. It's 10 o'clock at night. (laughs) What the hell are we doing? Anyways, uh... Back onto the news, Eli Manning is retiring from the NFL. Um, after 16 seasons and two Super Bowl MVP awards, he will finish his last season in New York. Well, I would say that I would miss him, but the Giants have sucked for the past two years anyways. So <laughs> I know. Good so, riddance. So I, it's not like a good riddance, but it's like a yeah, about time. <laughs> uh, I know nothing about sport. Me too. Finally, a Brexit divorce deal has officially cleared English Congress. Mm. Yes, it's looking finally. like Boris Johnson is finally keeping his campaign promise from last term. Absolutely. Uh, how are they splitting the assets? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right, now for the joke of the day. That was all of today's news, but stick around for this part yet because it's really funny. Thomas, what do you do when you get caught cheating? Admit it. No. <laughs> Wait, what? what? Why would you ever admit it? Anyway, and besides the point. Blame it on a Saudi prince. <laughs> All right, this has been the 10 Minute Times. Thank you guys for watching. Thanks we for love listening, you. folks. Yeah, we love you. We adore you, and we hope you come back soon. Mwah. See ya. <laughs>